I see. I I can never get myself to buy beef jerky, but I'll eat it when anybody offers it up. <laughs> of course <laughs> I mean, you will. <laughs> it's beef fucking jerky. It's delicious. But I mean, every I'm time the same I go way, to, JP. It's a blue Mountain Dew and fucking some damn good beef jerky. I yeah, I switch it up with the Mountain Dews. I like blue or regular, you know. Sometimes I'll throw in a wild card and get code red. It's code That's wild. Code. That is wild. I haven't probably have code red in fifteen years. I was gonna say definitely. Dude, code red voltage. will never go like be off the shelves. You know, just yeah, I mean it's fucking code red. But I just never. Baja Blast goes hard too. Look, uh, I do like when it's in season. I know JP doesn't like Baja Blast. Uh, all right, a little spicy for him. It's the Backpack Club. It's Backpack Club podcast. It's fucking Backpack Club podcast, baby. Welcome to it. <laughs> Welcome to it. Cookie Brownie. Sucks. He's too soft. Maybe Ron yeah, needs some stats right now. Motivational guy. What's the diagnosis of his injury? Like, dude, I hope he gets burned. I have no idea. But truly, yeah, that too. Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that shit. Well, the thing is, thank God he's not a cat. What a dumb bitch. Figure it out, dude. Let's leave the mothers out of this. That was a terrible dog. Instagram does the same shit. Dick, dude. Ron didn't get a degree in fucking ball. The best at sucker. If it's in the cooler, I'll drink it. Viewer discretion advised. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, it's at Backpack Club. Just like, subscribe. Let's Love go. you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Backpack Club. I'm JP. Nickname's Gator. What's going on? And it's Big Nate over here. What's up, everybody? Episode 89 here folks got a fantastic episode um first i want to start on a somber note i'm going to dedicate this podcast to my good friend jacks jacks record he's at the all right er for little animals right now he developed a rare virus that's going around on dogs doggy plagues doggy covid mm-hmm. as they call it he's in good hands but he's in good hands and uh i'm praying for him praying for him Missed the big guy already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, somber note, but shout out Jax. Miss him. Um he's a he's a he's a small member of this pod. Makes rare appearances on the on the Zoom. Sure but anyways, on a better note, we got a great pod. Episode 89. This was uh, we got a little bit of drunk thoughts, movie TV characters, top five deaths. Or you know, death scenes. A little sad again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to the deaths. Some good, hopefully, some good people though. Some great people. Good people. Some, some bad people. I would say. Some, yeah, some bad. Perhaps. Um, and then, <laughs> of course, there's been a documentary just sweeping the streets of Netflix. It's fantastic. Highly recommend go watching Woodstock '99. Fantastic documentary. If you want to just see something fucking nuts. Go watch it. Um, we'll review that a little bit. Um, so if you don't want to listen to it and you want to watch it first before you listen to this pod, spoiler alert, we're going to spill some shit. Probably going to um, spoil some shit during the movie segment too, low-key. Yeah. Well, Potentially. Well, I mean, I, if, if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched TV, some of these TV If you watch these TV shows or movies, go fuck yourself. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, write, you write, write JP a letter. Get uh, off the internet. Write so JP a letter. Do something to yeah. wipe my ass with. Yep. <laughs> Um, 89, though, we're getting up there, almost at 90, uh, oh, but players, I'm going to go with Mike Ditka. Mike Player Ditka, and one, coach. one of like four players in the NFL that ever wear 89, or Hall of Famers, sorry, four Hall of Famers wear 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good check down. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Steve Smith. Oh, uh, thank you. Senior. I saw a guy in the flats, 
and you know, I checked down. I like that, Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve Smith. Great. Same name. Same name. Great receiver. I will go with Tanner Houck, the righty sale for the Red is Sox. He currently 89? Yeah, he is. Hmm. Pretty what much a horrible number. Pretty much been hurt like this entire year after the first he four is a months. Fuck too. Hasn't been around a lot, but was a great reliever, was our closer for a while. If he's hurt, who, who the fuck is pitching for you guys? Is Rich Hill still pitching for you guys? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, that guy's ancient. Jesus Christ. Yeah. God damn it. Forgot the Red Sox are still a team. I know, I think dude. Capaldi pitched. Was it yesterday? No. Went to a sure. game last week, and uh, they won 8-9. That nine game eight. was nuts. Yeah, that, that was a fun game, to, game to, go to go to. First pitch home run. For uh, Yandy Diaz, it was hilarious. <laughs> and then uh, Waco settled down, but it's a fun game to go to. A lot of runs. I bet yeah. the over. I bet the over. Nice. So that was good. I also bet, like, I actually had a nice little parlay. I won, like, 40 bucks on a $5 bet. It was sick. Nice. So On Fliff? Yeah, on Fliff. Hey. <laughs> Can't wait Let's till DraftKings DraftKings will be here soon, which is good because I haven't – no, you the really withdrawal process with this forty bucks has been a little slow. <laughs> Hopefully, Barstool opens up in Boston for you. Or in they Mad. will, they will, they will. It'll just be a while. It's just so much better. They have so much more better promos and stuff. I yeah, hope Fanduel comes, dude. I like. I wanted to use Fanduel. Plus, they, they have fall. a lot of their their bets that they put on that you can actually, you know, like big cats, like or uh, can't lose parlay or whatever parlay. Yeah, like those ones. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyways, episode 89, let's get right into it. There's a stranger in my bed, there's a pounding in my head, glitter all over the room, pink flamingos in the pool, I smell like a mini bar, DJ's passed out in the yard, Bobby's on the barbecue, this a hickey or bruise, pictures of last night. Open up with some uh, drunk thoughts as James is taking a little hiatus of the high thoughts. <laughs> um, uh, this one kind of sparked up when I was listening to PMT a little bit, and they kind of touched on the subject, but I wanted to go a little bit further. And when they were talking about golf, and then they talked about money in the bank, I was like, listen, if there was like one tournament, maybe in the middle of the year, or even on the Corn Ferry Tour where there's like non guys trying to get to the pro level. Um, I think there should be a Money in the Bank tournament where the winner should, for instance, and cash in, cash in that check, cash in, but at the end of the tour championship. So Rory would have to go play a nine hole fucking like 
uh, nine hole. Uh, and he's dead. Match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like nine that. hole match. I like that. Where he like has to that. play this either corn fairy tour guy or some random guy that won this tournament in the middle of the year. Yeah. You know, so that's he, fire. You know, or even one hole because when you cash in the money, one bank, hole would when, be intense. It's one hole would be dead. intense. It's yeah, I would just love three. a guy. Be at least three. I mean, when I Edge, just when Edge cashed in on Cena, Cena was done for. As soon as Roy <laughs> makes like that what? putt on 18. 2008. Vengeance. As soon as Roy makes that putt on 18, I want some guy to come running onto the green <laughs> with a fucking briefcase, ready to go, <laughs> saying, I'm here to cash the check. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That but, fucking sick. Yeah, no, I just thought that would have been a great idea. It's an interesting idea. What? Match play, too. No way! Maybe be, out towards me. He's cashing in! <laughs> <laughs> People on the course would go nuts, dude. He's oh, coming, right, he's coming down like a golf cart, dude. That's a little fast, too. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's how you bring golf up. I like that, James. I like that. Shout out to Tour Championship. It was fantastic. Fantastic ending. Shout out Rory too. Great win. Fuck Scotty. All right, even bring it to me. Fuck Scotty. Yeah, I don't really have a drunk high thought. I have a little uh, grind my gear stuff. I have a All little. All right. Yeah, sure. yeah, feed us that, Steve. I guess uh, people are now calling like Nate. You've seen the office space, right? We've talked about that. Yeah. You know how just slacking off at work and doing the bare minimum, getting by, and everything, not doing the extra. Of course, Friday. You talking about Friday? No. Yeah. So I guess millennials now or whatever are created this term called quiet quitting, which they think is a new thing that they just made up, which is literally what Office Space, the movie, is about. That was made in 1999. (laughs) And people have been doing it for generations on time. But millennials now think they've just thought of this term. They're like, we we thought of doing this at work. This is how you work now. You just don't do the you bear, do the bare minimum. You just get by. Yep, it's crazy for sure. And seen and all over TikTok. I had a little discussion with uh, Ronald last night, and he was talking about how like the average expectancy at a job is two years right now. But um, like if you're, but that only if you like applies to the people that are like labor workers. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. The guy, the people that are in like sales positions or, you know, higher ups, like I would say minimum, they're probably staying at a job two years because it just either maybe if, if they leave within those two years, then maybe it sucked or they'd probably got canned. But like a lot of these labor workers now, they're just freaking like some don't show up to the job. Like look at Creek guys, fucking half the half the staff doesn't show up. Fucking I mean, there's, not a, there's a labor work. shortage in the union right now going on. That's what I'm saying. It's It's all these. And another problem is like none of these millennials even want to do the labor jobs now, but they're not qualified to do the the sales jobs because right. they don't have any um, inspiration, even maybe even go to a degree or fucking just succeed in life, you know? Right. Um, but just low lives, lazy motherfuckers. I just think it's funny. Quite, quite, it is funny. It's, it's, it's absolutely astonishing, Steve. It's like, well, I think it's done. I think it's gonna get funnier as like the Gen Z years go into those roles too, because oh for sure the younger generation with the way they were just being brought up. Yeah, I'm already dealing with it with the current so job situation I'm at. Like, I'm seeing yeah, I it think first Nathan, hand. Like talking about like kids are like 13 right now, even younger than that. Like, oh. fuck it, let's go to I the mean, grade I mean, school. No I don't know. That, dude. I I mean I just saw yeah, like I know me too. I saw, 
speaking of TikTok again, I saw a video of like this guy videotaping his like nephew or something that's working for him. Kids 13 came and lift up a bag of like concrete that's like 40 pounds. Like quick creek. Like he's fucking dying. Dying, maybe. Well, 13. I mean, gotta be able to pick that up. I mean, kid kid didn't look 13. He looked a good like 16. All right. He was, he was one of the husky 13 year olds. Good job. <laughs> he's like crying. Couldn't get up on the truck either. It was bad, James. It was bad to watch. And a lot of these kids, like, I'm not going to say I'm not one of those kids because I, I didn't really have a job until senior year of high school. Uh, and that was in the summer. I, Steve, credit to you. Pretty much worked all four years of high school, during high school. And these kids, like, live on the – I just heard an example today of a person who – Wants to go to Arizona to go to community college. Community what? college. Not, In Arizona? Not gonna work. Huh? In Arizona? In Arizona. And I think they're just going to somehow magically be successful, I guess, with the community college out in Arizona when you probably do that here. And on, on the parents' dime, that, that is. And just, it's crazy. The, the, the youth of this country is in jeopardy in shambles hopefully that's wild oh my god i'm gonna go to community college in arizona if i ever told my dad that i wanted to do that he would shut me off so fucking fast (laughs) holy shit that's funny all right my thought my drunk high thought i was in a text thread with uh coach kp and uh the local guy curtis wickham and uh forget how it kind of came about but i came to the idea we were kind of talking about church versus state all of a sudden cole had said or (laughs) kp had said something and then i said imagine if the priests like were the local drug dealers in our towns (laughs) <laughs> Nate, I have a little piggyback. And I wonder right if it's ever happened before. Like, I wonder if drug priests have been drug dealers before. Nate, this is this leads right into my point. What's up? Ronald had told me that there's a church up north that you have to pay big money to get into, and they are based around doing psychedelics. <laughs> doesn't yeah. doesn't that sound culty to you? A little bit. Yeah, I guess it could be culty if they were selling drugs. I don't know. Is this like? I don't know if it's like a Catholic. I just talking like. I don't know if it's like. I don't know if it's like a church someone made up. No, let's say the priest. No, it's not. It basically has whatever you want. Real thing. (laughs) It just seems culty to me. You guys want to know a fun fact? I think the uh, Catholic and like Christian churches own sixteen point eight. I want to say million in property in New York City alone. Does that include like <laughs> the Jewish people? I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Think, yeah, I don't think that. That's why I said Christian and Catholic. Because a lot of the Hasidic sounds like Jews a lot, Steve. In Jewish. the New Jersey and New York area, take up a lot of property. Yeah, but then you got to think of all the Italians. Yeah, they great. take up a lot. Yes, oh no, I just yeah, church, I wonder the church is a sketchy church place. Big money, big money in the church. Big money in the church. I don't right. believe in the church. 
Not church, after church the- versus state. Me and God have a different relationship. Mm. Yep. But that pretty much sums up uh, drunk thoughts. A little wheel, Steve. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like winner this chooses the order. Father, <laughs> Father Bill just slinging fucking meth. Imagine you're picking up dime bags from Father <laughs> Bill. He's <laughs> fucking sick, dude. Oh, oh no, hey, hey fodder, hey fodder, Nate, <laughs> Nate, the basket for the donations that come around. You put down, you know, a hundred dollar bill, and you get a little dime bag. Yeah, there's a little thing that pops out. Fucking take your mouth. <laughs> Just gives you a whole like you assortment. It gives you, you like call a those little assortment Nate, of stuff that bring the basket around. Uh, uh, I don't know the fucking oh. Oh. collectors, priest touchers. <laughs> oh. No, dude. Fuck. They're not the Paul Bears, Steve. No, yeah, I know. That's for a <laughs> I saw you think that. Because <laughs> that's what I thought. Those are the guys that ring the bell. Those dude, are the freaking... Uh, no, Paul Bears are, those the, are the people that bring servers. down the casket, man. Uh, altar, altar boys. boys. Altar boys. Altar Jesus boys. Christ. No, but they don't oh, always sorry, do man. the collecting. Sometimes just random people. Like, yeah, it's like at Ethan a Jaffe Church. Dad. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like random old people that like Yeah. Them. It's like yeah, I'll do it. teeth real, real faith followers. Yeah, it's people that are, I won by the way. Well trusted, you know. <laughs> Very well trusted. You order? Let's see where yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to go first. Nate can go second. James can go third. All right, we'll take that. Let me get my phone real quick. Hold on. Do you think you're going third? So you got time. But since I'm going first, I'm going to go with a scene that I still can't watch this day. I'll. You know, movie ends when this scene starts for me. Yeah. And it's Iron Man and Endgame. Yep. That's my number one. Um, I mean, I watched Endgame with James and I would just walked away from that scene because I'm like, I don't watch this anymore. He's on my list. After the snap, that Thanos disappears, Nate, movie's done for me. It's a great movie. I <laughs> Iron Man doesn't die me. in my eyes. So, I mean, I did cry in the movie theater when that happened. I'll be man enough to admit it right here. The first but. time you watch it, I mean, you got to cry. JP oh. probably didn't because he was watching the movie so fast. You didn't even know. Uh, JP was Are stone cold face. JP was stone cold. Iron Man is my favorite character. JP was stone cold. <laughs> JP was scene. heartstruck. Play but yeah, JP. Iron Man and Endgame is my first pick. How dare you put that on me, Nate? There's a lot of shit you, you put watched. put that really shit on fast. me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you are not paralyzed. That was a tough so paralyzed. It was a tough, tough scene. Yeah. Especially with fucking I mean, Spider-Man. Right Spider-Man fucking Brody Spider-Man's right reaction. Totally hit we the did, heart. We did hit it. Hit the heart. We did it, Mr. Stark. We did it. And then Gwen. Gwen comes in. Oh, it's Pepper. Pepper. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Same difference. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with, you know, a really hard death that, you know, I didn't really see coming in this TV show that, you know, has plenty of backstabs and betrayals, but I know where you're going. Rob Stark at the Red Wedding. Oh, yep. Different character I thought you were going to do, but all right. Fucking. Yes. Very. No, that was tough. One of the. That was my favorite character at the time. Blind sides of the whole series. Julia cried. <laughs> that was a tough one. See Rob go down. Yeah. Especially in that fashion, you know, backstab, the red wedding. Once you hear that music too and you're watching it again, dude, oh, you just get chills. 
I haven't watched it again yet. I kind of want to watch it again. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> no, it's good good couple up first couple episodes for sure. And the belly stabbing too. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah, that was sickening. Oh. That was sickening. And screw that guy. What was that guy's name? Fucking uh, Walder Frey. Walder Frey. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, I mean you could take the Red Wedding. <laughs> um I'd give you that. All right. My first pick. Ooh. You got back to back here. Do I go to the same TV show back to back? Oof. I don't know. It's up to you, man. Oh. I, I think I'm gonna go with Gus Frank. I like that pick. I'm gonna go with Gus Frank because I I don't want to go mainstream with that show, you know. I feel you. Gus Fring, though, was a monumental character in Breaking Bad. When he walks out of the bomb room. You're like, he's alive? I know. Yeah. And then then he does the old old tie fix, like Gus Fring. And then he's dialist. Yeah, uh, crazy scene. Crazy scene. Walter blew up a hospital. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nuts, dude. Um, My second round pick. Look oh, at fuck. me, Hector. Look at me, Hector. I think I'm going to go with Goose. Goose. Yeah. And, uh, fucking top, top, top gun. Oh, yeah. First That's top a gun. tough one. Goose fucking broke his fucking neck. I mean, that was horrible to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Steve said that. <laughs> I think he broke his fucking neck. But yeah, that was a tough scene. Parachute. You know, <laughs> fuck. Mm. He told him the to duck, dude. Don't he worry. did. He did. He the duck. Duck goose. Duck goose. It sucks when you don't listen. All right. My second pick. And I would go with a different one, but because Paco's not here, I don't think I need to rush it necessarily. So I am going to go with Mufasa. Oh, from, motherfucker. From the Lion okay. King. Motherfucker. Yeah. On my list. That was a tough on my I list. almost fucking. <laughs> that was terrible to see as a kid. Because then you get introduced to death as a kid and you're like, what's fucking Scar? See? Fuck that guy. Scar. It's a hard one. Brother. The, the new Lion King totally does not do the first one justice. I didn't even watch it, dude. I it's horrible. It. I didn't watch it. Wasn't horrible. Beyonce like Nala and shit? Well, it's it's all real and scars like oh, a actually, good guy kind of. I did watch it. Yeah, not like that. Scar ain't no good guy. Okay, let me put that. <laughs> Tough death. Brings it to me. I'm going to go with another guy that saved the fucking world, just like Iron Man. I'm going to go Harry Stamper in Armageddon. Oh, never seen it. James, Either. you have seen Armageddon. We've watched it together. Did we? Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, yep. I haven't seen it. Sorry, Nate, Steve. Usual oh, no, no, I'll add it to my list. I'll add it to my list. Harry Samper's death in that movie. I mean, I ruined the ending for you, which sucks. But That's okay. You said Stamper or Samper? Stamper. Stamper. Okay, I wrote it down best, right. Best, fucking down oil, right. best oil driller in the fucking nation. Out of drill 50,000 feet. No man's accomplished that on a fucking asteroid, Nate. <laughs> but yeah, that, that one hits me. That one hits me. Guy blows up the nuke on the rock. It's nuts. It was supposed to be Ben Affleck, but no. Nope. But me again. Oh, fuck me. 
you know what? Nate took a Nate took an animal, and I'm going to take Marley from Marley and Me. Oh, I can hear you soft. crying in your voice. You know, <laughs> going soft on us. Never have watched that movie since the first time I watched it. I think if you watch that movie more than once, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah, because fact, that Steve. is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Because I mean, the dog dies at the end, and I never cried so hard at a movie. I think makes I watched think that when I was like ten years old. Jacks. I mean, don't say that. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> I decided to make you think of your dead dog. It's a good one, Steve. Well, it's a golden but, retriever, bud. I mean, how so can I your know? other dog that's dead? You could have thought of that. I mean, I think of Lucy, who's dead. Bella and Lucky, who's dead. Shout out Barry. Shout out Barry. Dude, have you guys Rest seen the movie me. Fluke? No, because it's a different dog movie, and like you cry from start to finish, and that's the, that's the worst <laughs> yeah, movie I've ever seen that. in my that. life. That sounds nope. awful. I mean, we had the tissue. We went through like two tissue boxes in the back of a car on a road trip because we didn't oh. know what it was, and we just bawled. It was horrible as a kid. Traumatic experience. Oh, similar to Marley and Me, except the dog doesn't die. The dad of the family dies and gets reincarnated as a dog, and oh, goes dude, and finds. I, think I saw the trailer for that. And goes and finds the family, but it's just super sad. It sounds like Jack Frost. It's kind of like Jack Frost, yeah. It's pretty similar to that, <laughs> except the yeah, guy yeah. became a snowman. All right. Marley, Marley and me. All right, fuck. I'll keep it moving. I am gonna go with. Oh fuck! I'm gonna run out of picks here. I think. Uh, no, I won't. So many picks. This is a tough one. Um, fuck. I'm going to go with shit. All right. I'm going to respect the game, and I'll go with an earlier pick if Parker was here, but I'm going to go with Sirius Black from Harry Potter. Mm. That was tough. You know? See, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, so I know I know I could have held that for the last round with you guys, but I want to use that one a little bit earlier. Save a couple later ones. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I'm not gonna Parker was here, he definitely would have probably taken that already. That one just came out of nowhere, too, because I never read the books or anything, so I had no fucking clue what was gonna happen. And it just happened so quick. That just happened, and I was like, Did he he just die? (laughs) Yeah, he's dead. It's like, oh fuck. I looked a lot round and complete. I mean, you do see Cedric Diggory die in the movie before it. Yeah. All right. But still, it was like, damn. Fucking it was just quick. Was... Wait, what's that fucking actor's name? Why can't I think of it right now? The dude who plays Commissioner Gordon. Uh, the the dude from Batman. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, English Steve. too. He's English. Fuck. All right. Oldman, Oldman, Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman. Gary Oldman. <laughs> I knew it. Yes. All right. JP, you got two. My third pick, Martin Luther King and Selma. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> with uh, Ned Stark. Ned Stark gets his head chopped off, and King and King's like King's Landing. That was yeah. holy fuck, dude. But that happens so early, dude. You know, it I does like happen it early, but no, I'm kidding. No one okay. wants Ned to die. Who wants no Ned one. to die? That's fair. He's too noble, man. He's too noble. He was too noble. He was fourth true noble. You, you fool. 
my fourth pick. I don't know if Steve's got this on. He, he probably does have Fuck, it on his list. Keith Scott. Fuck, JP. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I knew Fuck I had you. to grab it there. I knew Fuck. I had to grab it there. I was like, oh, I'm getting Fucking it after damn. this round. Damn, what a loser he is. Fucking shot his ass. Fucking. I, I mean, killed Nate, Dan in a heartbeat. This episode, what is this Nate, from? This episode of One, One Tree, Tree Hill. Hill. One Tree Hill. Is it this Keith? episode of One Tree Hill is Uncle Keith. Uncle Keith. Okay. This episode oh, of One Tree Hill is one of the craziest episodes of television history. Oh, yeah. It's a school oh, yeah, shooting sure. episode. Yeah. Yep. Keith runs into the school to uh, try to save Lucas. Runs up onto the school, school shooter. The school shooter ends up shooting himself in front of Keith. Commits suicide. Keith is like, oh, my God, disheveled and everything. His brother walks in. The mayor, at this point, walks in, gets into school somehow. Like, Keith's talking to him. He's like, Looking for Nathan, probably. He's like, Dan, the fucking kid killed himself. Like, oh, my fucking God, dude. Like, what are we going? Like, what the fuck? Dan picks up the gun and just shoots his brother. Bang. Cold blood. A lot of jealousy behind it. Yeah. It's wild. I was yeah. gonna say what the fuck led to that, but it might because I think let me let me run you through some seasons here. <laughs> so Lucas and Nathan are Lucas's brothers. mom too. I'm not watching this show for a while. This is on the back burner of my lists. <laughs> it's one of the seeing Lucas's ever. mom, which Dan did not like either. So yeah, which was Dan's girlfriend in high school. Got her pregnant, left yeah. her, had a kid. Met another girl in college, got her pregnant, ended up marrying her, you know, and then the yeah. brothers are rivals. And it keeps going on. Jesus. The world keeps spinning. But fuck you, JP. <laughs> wow. Fucking son of a bitch took a little Keith from me. Uh, shit. All right. I'm banking on Steve not doing this one. So I guess I'm going to do... I'm going to do Kenny from South Park. Yeah, I was going to do Kenny. Kenny dies like every episode. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> Respect. 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 <laughs> it is funny. It is fucking funny. Oh, fuck me. That is funny. My last one's a hard hitter, so I hope you don't take it. <laughs> oh, dude, I have fucking so many on my list that I want. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Opie and Sons of Anarchy. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you fucking cuck. You son of a bitch. Dude, dude guys, Opie is literally my next fucking pick. Dude. Yeah, James, you took Uncle. I was going to take Uncle Keith and Opie to fucking end let me, my draft. Let me tell you, Nate, gonna be Nate, this is, Nate, one of the most gut wrenching scenes watching Jax on the, on, the, on the window in the prison. And you see Opie's ass getting his ass kicked by a bunch of people because he had to sacrifice his life, basically. Oh, fuck. For the club. Club. For the club. He goes, I got this. For school. He goes, I got this. And then just takes a metal pipe to the back of the head, dude. Oh, yeah. That was bad. But you also also knew Jax was not going in there. Jax was going to go in there, though. But but if Jax did go in there, the the storyline would have been he made it out. Yeah. Yeah. Jax killed all of them. Somehow. All right. To uh, end my draft here. Motherfucker, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. To end my draft here. Hmm. I feel like there's one more pick, Steve, that... 
Dude, there's a couple. It's on your list. And it's a it's not a forgotten movie, but it's a movie that we both love. Hmm. Dude, there's so many on my list. I'm gonna to have to go through a lot of honorable mentions. I got I'm a talking. couple. I got a couple. <laughs> but I'm gonna go one that kind of like fucked me up as a kid watching this movie. And I'm gonna go Ben Parker and Spider-Man, the first mm. one. When he's like Peter. Oh, that scene always killed me. <laughs> he's got the fucking tears in his eyes. Peter. He's like, I'm here, Uncle Ben. I'm here. And then he just leaves him on the street. That was an awful yeah. fucking scene. Yeah, that was tough. Fucking Green Goblin. It was funny the way you said Peter the first time. It sounded, yeah, like, family, it. It sounded like Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does sound like Peter Griffin a little bit. He's like, Peter. It's hilarious. I'm here, Uncle not, ben. not Uncle Ben. I'm here. Okay. But dude, I have so many on my fucking list. Right. All right. I got um I hope you guys have seen this movie. But from our childhood, Bridge to Darabithia. The chick. Have, have you not seen that movie? I, I've I've heard heard of it. It's tough. The chick Bridge. Leslie. Bridge it's, to what? You know uh uh who's the guy? The guy the guy, the guy, the guy. <laughs> the guy, the guy, the guy. Fucking heartbreaking because he's fucking two. What's this kid's name? Oh, Josh Hutcherson. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I have seen this movie. Yeah. He and this chick become like friends. And then he's just coming oh, home from school someday. And she like drowns in the river. Yeah. Like, fucking dead. It's like Jesus. fucking wicked sad, dude. And obviously this movie came out when we were kids, so this was also like fucking... Dude, he was in so many gut. fucking movies as a kid. What I was know, the other dude. little man in Manhattan? Yeah. Yeah, Steve, exactly. He was in that too. Yeah. Hunger Holy Game. shit, Nate. I haven't fucking looked at this like movie cover since the movie gallery was open. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I thought of it, and I was like, damn, that's a deep sleeper. <laughs> yeah, and I was like... I mean, I've never even heard of this movie, but uh, <laughs> a little flashback. Memory lane, you run me down. Like <laughs> Tough. JP. Right. Final pick for the draft. I'm going to go with Jack Mercer. Four brothers. Good pick. I mean, fucking sad. That is a sad pick. When fucking... Um, when Bobby is like over his body. Just well, he's screaming him. Bobby's name. Oh. Bobby! Bobby! On the front of the... Just get their house just absolutely lit up. Lit the fuck. That's such a good movie, dude. Who hates that? Devin Springfield hates that movie. Crazy. Every time I think of Mark Wahlberg, I think of Dude, when he walks up on the ice, dude, in that fucking scene, one of the coolest scenes in any movie history. Oh, my God. No doubt. Who's that? All his guys turn on fucking... What's his name? Who's that? He's like, Bobby Mercer. All right. Bobby Mercer. It gave me um, uh, what's that movie? Wahlberg's in. Uh, they made a show about Entourage. No, 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 no. Uh, he's like a sniper. <laughs> he's like a sniper. Oh, fucking sniper! Oh, shooter. Shooter. Yes. American sniper makes me think of that. He's just like Americans. He's just like coming out of nowhere. Um, yeah, dude, that movie's fuck. That's a good movie, and Four Brothers is also a great movie. Uh, I only have a couple honorables. Um, of course, Chris Maltesanti. 
fucking Sopranos. That was sad. When fucking Tony had to put him down. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, Jax Teller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's the last last scene of the whole show. Opie's but... hit harder for me because when, when Jax no, no, saw no. coming, for sure, you just saw it coming. For sure, Steve. I absolutely agree with that. That's why I had Opie right in that slot to be on on my top five. I just think Jax. You know, you know, it's coming. I mean, cops chasing after him. Why not? You yeah. know, he gets on his dad's bike like. A... Oh, and Obi saying goodbye to the club. What did you just say? Obi Wan. I didn't have Obi Wan, but I had Mace Windu. Can I go down <laughs> my list? Capital One guy. <laughs> you guys ready for my rest of my list? Wait, Steve, Steve, let me list two because I yes, only got sir. two. Go for it. Ricky from Boys in the Hood. I had Ricky. I had yeah, Ricky. That one was tough. I was like Ricky. 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 And then Fredo from Godfather Two, mm. <laughs> because I mean I didn't I wasn't upset that Fredo got killed, but you know you go around giving information to Hyman Roth. You know, you're going to get clipped, but you know, you mess with the family. Bob Newby, Stranger Things, too. All right, I'm done. All right, I got uh, Walter White. Saw that coming yep, out. He's the top. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. All the, ki- all the kids in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> uh, Dumbledore. I had him. Uh, Dobby. Didn't have him. <laughs> um, Wolverine. Rachel in the Dark Knight. Is it Wolverine or Logan, technically? He died as Wolverine. In <laughs> oh, Rachel's a good one. Though. Rachel's a good one. Uh, George O'Malley in Grey's Anatomy. Derek Shepard in Grey's Anatomy. I know you guys never watched it. Great show. Yeah, I know. Tommy, De- Tommy DeVito in Goodfellas. Hitler in Glorious Bastards. <laughs> uh, Ruth Langmore in Ozarks. Uh, Jane in Breaking Bad. Brody in Homeland. Quinn in Homeland. Brody. And that was it. Brody uh, what about Jack from Titanic? I, don't I, I never really liked Titanic. Brooks. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I think Titanic and Forrest Gump are piles of shit. <laughs> Brooks, uh, Shawshank. That should be a top five. We should have movies that people like, but we hate. Mm. Darth Vader. Got to cheer for the bad guy. I had Darth Vader, too. forgot to say him. Good shit. Trying to see if we I like that top five. It's a good missed top five. any good ones. That was a good top five. You know, Harry, got, Harry, I, I, you could go with Harry's parents. You know, that was a tough <clears> time. Fuck Harry's parents. Spock. Dude, uh, Sullivan. And, his dad uh, was a departed. fucking... His dad was a bully, dude. Sullivan, the departed. That's a good pick. Matt Damon, you know, returns to the apartment to get killed by <laughs> Marky right. Mack. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maggie from uh, Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> All right. Bambi's mom <laughs> <laughs> got shot by a hunter. Dumb bitch. Was it? Didn't something happen in uh, Brother Bear too? Yeah, something happened in Brother His Bear. His mom because Megan cried yeah. during that movie. His mom died. Uh, that was sad. Should I spin you know, the wheel for next like... week so we know? What's that? Do it, do it, do it, Steve. I like this wheel. This is my favorite wheel. Oh, I liked it. Sounds. Sound draft. I like Top that. Five sounds. I love that. I love that. It's a good draft. It's That's a good, good idea, right Steve. Because I love noises and I also hate a lot of noises. <laughs> Let's get into oh, the... Dude, dude, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed, yeah. Oh, fuck. Throw in the fuck. towel. Throw in the towel. 
Um, yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Um, I guess we'll move right into, well, we were going to talk about some fantasy with our league, you know, Thanks, but of course we're down up. a member tonight. Um, but we'll get right into the Woodstock 99 legendary festival that happened. Docu-series on Netflix. That um, I truly didn't really know about. Me yeah. either, Steve. Didn't really know Woodstock 99 or 94 was really a thing. Just thought the Mudstock, as 94 was uh, referred to. Mudstock, um, yeah. That's yeah, I was going to say, should call it Mudstock. And yeah, uh, first-hand experience from uh, a guy I know that actually went to both 94 and 99. He said he went to the 94. He said the 94 one was better than 99. And he said... Uh, he went with 10 people to the 94 one and they pitched their tents up perfectly to where when they woke up Sunday morning that there was grass around their tents because they said it all perfectly. So, you know, that's just pro shit. Well, also it rained there. So, I mean, the rain probably felt nice. I mean, the one in 99, it was just fucking hot. Right. And on, a, on tar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, great great on setup. An air yeah, so on an I, guess, I guess I'll set the scene for the viewers. Beautiful. Um, it's watch just, it. You know, watch the same it. guy, same guy that put on '69 Woodstock and the '94 Woodstock, <laughs> put 69. this festival on with a, you know, another investor guy. You want to say promoter? Um, Michael, Michael Lang, two fucking sleaze balls in Rome, New York. Yep. Uh, rented out a, a abandoned what is it, Air Force or Air airport. Force base? Yeah, I think it was just like an airport. Air Force base was it an Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a small base. It was small. And it's pretty uh, big. <laughs> so, but picture like, you know, Jaffrey, uh, basically the Jaffrey freaking airplane place or airport. Times two. That's where times two. Times, that's like, where no, times like seven. At yeah. Least. <laughs> definitely way bigger than that. But, um, yeah. So that's pretty much set the scene. Yeah. There was what? And then two million people. People were not allowed to bring anything in. No water. Not no water, no nothing. Um, and then <laughs> Which concert starts. <laughs> concert start and uh, whole hell broke, broke loose basically from start to finish. But not until the end did it really uh boil over. I should say. Who was the Who was the female lead who started? What Who was oh, it? Oh, uh, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow started. They were telling Cheryl to show her, show her, her tits, tits, show her tits, Cheryl, and everything. Shows I mean, your tits, Cheryl. A lot of nudity in this. There's a, a lot of titties out. Lot of I mean, titties out. There's also a lot of guys. A lot of dicks out. A lot of cocks yeah. out. <laughs> but not only was there, you know, the concert setting outside, but they also had what they called a rave hanger, which was basically once the concerts got done outside, people would move into this fucking gangbang of a hangar <laughs> and uh, go party like the fucking. DJ music and just mm-hmm. do a bunch of fucking drums and fucking party hard until the morning, um, which turned into a shit show as well. Um, yeah, in the dock they said there was people lined up against the wall with a line of people behind them, just having sex and just boop rotating, boop rotating, just <laughs> that's hilarious. a concession stand of sex, pretty much. Yes, yes. Um, and they're and- just like, kids are great. Kids are kids are great. Uh, but as you know, as I guess, should we talk about the lineup a little bit? Yeah, you I know, mean, they, they had corn. They had yeah, corn. 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 Day one. Corn kind of started it off. 
with a head banging. Are you ready? And uh, and that's that's another thing is uh the the line of talent was just completely different than what normal Woodstock con concert would be. They got all these you know newer pump rock bands Grunge. like Corn, Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kid Rock, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kid Rock, Kid Rock, you know, and um, but another and, thing, and that one fucking like young intern dude was like, "You guys should probably consider the set list," and they were like, "Shut the fuck up!" Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like no, but that was one of my big questions. It's like if you're gonna do this, like, how do you not realize like the music you're putting on well dude people. they brought that one girl on she plays like one song i feel like then left yeah pretty much because it was getting too rowdy for her like if i were like if we were to redo this thing like i wouldn't be like choosing that type of music like i'd be <laughs> no. i'd be choosing people who play songs like losing my Re- losing my religion by r-e-m or willie nelson like rant like, like they had super chill music also um but that wasn't the air. And also know? those bands too. Yeah, no, clearly not. It's not what the kids uh, liked. This was kind of the era of the mosh pit. They were trying to make a profit, you know, it was the era of the mosh profit. pit because a lot of these bands, if you like their normal concerts, there there's brick, mosh pits, brick wall bands, galore. I like to call them the brick wall bands. They make you want to run through a brick wall. Yo, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, what's so that was not considered limp, limp biscuit break, uh, break, what break shit. Well, that, yeah, break shit. But that, that that's a whole other thing. But that that that's the second day, right? <laughs> that was the second day. Yeah, yeah. Well, Limp Biscuit came on, but um, yeah. So total. Because Chili you know, Peppers was the third night. Break no stuff. regards for break who stuff. they who they uh signed up for uh bands, anyways. Exactly. Um. Meanwhile, while they're getting these hardcore bands, people are dying of thirst because they were not able to even buy water because they were price gouging the fuck out of all these people there so yeah because they cut they cut ends with the uh the food supply and like the water supply so all the vendors were just making their own prices and they just price gouged the fuck out of people yeah and they weren't again they weren't allowed to bring anything in so um and then you got the whole porta potty scene (laughs) and water scene where you had water like flowing at the top of where like the sinks, I guess you could say, and it would just flood the entire that place. And the water was tested right before the concert, and it was completely contaminated. So people were getting whatever. I forget what that water. one person I mean, got in her throat. Dude, at a certain point, like, do you just stop going there and just start going out in the field too? Like, I wouldn't want to walk over there. That place is a shit show. People right. were swimming through it. People were diving a, through shit water. I'd be but, taking fucking soccer pisses all over the field before I went over there. But I'm, I'm just, not chin for three days. I can hold it. I know oh, for three days I can I did it at fucking Jesus Camp. I could do it at fucking Woodstock <laughs> ninety nine. It's not like you're eating a bunch of food either. You're just fucking boozing. Right. And well, that beer, shit beer shits in the morning, maybe. Add yeah, to the fire of people being pissed off. Get up early. Motors, <laughs> right there, and freaking Limp Biscuit comes on, second day, and uh, freaking Fred comes on. He's like, you know, just one of those days you just feel like breaking shit, and then all of a sudden, fucking all hell breaks loose. The the middle tower, uh, the sound tower, I think, right? 
yeah, nuts. it's like overtaken people start by people. Just, people just start climbing it, fucking terrorizing the shit. They the start security guards seen the World War Z. Security guards, yeah, World War Z. Security guards go there and help the guys get through, get out of there. You know, so we had to go get, get our guys destroyed. And then all of a sudden, you got um, what's Fred's last name? Fred Durst, right? Durst, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, he gets a piece of plywood up near him, starts crowd surfing. On that was fucking sick. That was so cool. Jumping on top of it, like fucking Unbelievable that. scene. But I thought it was It would have awesome. been so cool to see these bands, like, back-to-back-to-back to back to back days. Oh, like, unbelievable. I mean, it would have been so sick. Holy Just fuck. the headbang alone got me so into it. <laughs> I, like, Corn when Corn first came on, I'm seeing the fucking, all of them just do this fucking headbang. And I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, the freaking wave headbanging. of the crowd, too. Oh, nuts, watching them jump. So sick. So, so sick. sick. Like, people and, were just floating, dude. Just heads and bodies were floating. <laughs> I don't know if there was, but I don't know how the, no one died. Dude, like, I this whole no idea. Uh, I think there was three deaths at 99. Was there? Because they didn't yes. say it in the doc. They didn't say it in the doc. But I, was, I like that. I was shot. It was all like, one guy was like 54 and died of heat exhaustion. Like, no one, it was all like heat exhaustion deaths. No yeah. one died of like getting trampled or like. Yeah. anything like that but still or that like doesn't even account killed. for the people that they had to help i mean the emt guy over there he was like i want to fuck quit what? that guy quit. Wanted to quit he's like i put his two home. weeks the fastest and they just kept fucking pulling weeks. people out of the crowd pulling people that were just dead basically dead in the crowd and I mean, we thought travis scott's thing was nuts but holy Oh, this was three days this is 10 times way this was worse three than days. that are you kidding me and they just kept going they were like fuck uh, it and kids don't are even great. forget the kids like are what great. the drugs are flowing through these people. <laughs> the kids are great. There's well, no media. They kept saying that every time. All they have is pay kids phones. Great. The kids are doing great. Yeah. And uh, but and then I guess fast forward to the third day, which I'm shocked they they went on Nuts. and guaranteed. Wait, a when was story. was it the night after the the second day where the crazy shit went down at the rave hangar? Yes. No, I think it was the sec the night. The yeah, night, the night of the second day. The night, um, yeah. When the, the dude decided to hangar. all of a sudden just get a, like, he stole a van, and then they drove a van into the fucking rave Nuts, dude. Then they wouldn't let the fucking uh, ambulance get out. And they had to stop the guy from playing. And Who was well, that? That was uh, 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 Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim Fat Boy was Slim. DJing, and they had to, they wouldn't let him play until they got the van out of there. And uh, that one guy said he opened the door up to that van, and some guy just, you know, basically, like, basically stopped raping, raping a chick, a chick, you know, yeah. which you don't want to hear. There's a lot of masculinity going on at that event. I think. Yeah, oh, and sure. uh, just craziness. I think he had to stop his set, right? He could even go on. No, I don't. I don't think he went back on. Um, and then yeah, they took day, him out and put him in the bus right away, and he was on like to the airport in like yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Actually. That wasn't just him though. Multiple people, a lot of people did the that. Fuck out of they there. They got them It was crazy. Yeah, and I don't blame them one bit. But it just it makes you feel bad for the people that were there. Um, third day, people were fucking pissed. People were pissed off. Water's fucking, twelve bucks. Now. No a lot, water. A lot of people left. A lot of people left early. A lot of people did. They leave. were so pissed off. Like a hundred, like fifty thousand to hundred. But a lot of people left. also but fucking still, stayed. Still, a hundred thousand people were still there. And this was the worst thing of the whole thing was that they were saying, like, at the end of the show, after the Red Hot Chili Peppers, there's going to be a big surprise. There's going to be a big surprise. 
even before that, they guaranteed a success. They were not guaranteed. They they claimed that this festival was a success. And they didn't and knock on wood hard. That this was before they invited them back. Chili Peppers even went on. They invited and... them back for next year. The mayor. I know. Yeah. The mayor's like, we'd like to have you guys back for next year. I know. That was wild. <laughs> that was wild. And But then in the meantime, he had some guy interviewing uh, like people in the field and just saying that they're fucking pissed. Like they're like, get get out of the get on my fucking face with that camera. Like mm. pe- just people are heated. They were and who knows what kind of drugs they had left. <laughs> Dude, that one reporter guy that just kept going back into the field. Yeah, well awesome. at the end there. Was so, awesome. Bro, oh my god. So wait, wait let's talk yeah, about the what red set, chili peppers. What was which set did he go out though in the pit for when it was like wicked crazy? It was Limp Biscuit. Had to been Limp Biscuit. It was Limp Biscuit. And like, so I'm like, he's like talking about it. And I'm like, oh, this guy's a pussy. So I'm like, he says, like, he takes a pause. And I like jokingly say, oh, he's going to go into the pit. And then he's like, and I went into the pit. And I was like, <laughs> no way. Crazy, dude. I was like, that's um, fucking awesome. But uh, so Red Hot Chili Peppers come on close. Unbelievable. And, uh fucking whatever his face is the guy who ran it freaking says he wants to put like ten thousand candles out into the crowd and all of a sudden it was a cool like to a tribute to support like gun violence yeah like yeah because it was a couple months after columbine yeah yeah and but it was a cool scene to see when they had all the candles yeah out it there. did look cool. it looked sick as fuck but the what's the worst seconds. thing you can do is give a pissed off crowd flames yeah, yeah. No. I, so dumb. it's not fun when the rabbits got the gun. The rest, in, at the this rest point, is the intern was also telling him not to do that. <laughs> yeah, bad <laughs> idea, man. Don't do this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and Interns got uh, so basically, shit on. but then the Chili Peppers start playing, and then the fire breaks out. Yeah, and they tell and them to stop. Not just one fire, multiple fires break out well, in the field. One fire breaks out, and they tell the Chili Peppers to stop. And then they just end up keep playing, like after a couple minutes, and then like multiple fires start breaking yeah, out. And they're like, "Oh, that fire looks pretty big. Maybe we should do something about that, you know?" <laughs> and then just fires everywhere. People just fucking tossing everything they can in the, that fucking thing. Yeah, they are. Porching it up. Meanwhile, people are already kind of left, even before that too. During Sunday, try to get get out before the riots, and then. People are just fucking going mayhem on this fucking place, just destroying everything they could see in sight. Um, the fucking uh, the tents where all the uh, food people were, I should say, the, and those were destroyed. They started going after the merch tent, stuff they, like they, that. They destroyed everything. It's just wild. It was a wild fucking three-day event that just boiled over each day. You could see it in the dock just fucking progress. And the whole crazy part, though, that I think we have to discuss is the goddamn promoters oh. blaming it on the fucking bands and the people that showed up there. Nuts. Which is crazy. They're the people who got those Can't bands. blame the bands for doing what they do. Right. When Fred Durst is playing the biggest concert of his life, you can't think that he's not going to put on the show of his... Goddamn his life, life. and you play know, he, like one like, of his best he's gonna songs. Go, he's gonna he's gonna perform the way he performs in ten times that. It's like 
you can't expect those guys not to, you know, put on a fucking fantastic show, which they how did. About, uh, how about Flea on the Red Hot Chili Peppers just running around? Yeah, yeah that was fucking wild. Flea's just that new. Dick out. The entire time. <laughs> so, plays, so a couple, plays a couple chords, fucking flings the cock out. Fucking boop. Oh, <laughs> Here's my... And, um, <laughs> but it, you don't just see titties in this dog. You see a lot of wieners, you know? A lot of cock. <laughs> wieners but, and wine. <laughs> um, yeah, those two guys that ran the whole fucking thing are absolute scumbags. And they, and to this day, they fucking blame it on the band saying that they're punks. That guy called Fred Durst a fucking, uh, asshole. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, and, you know, I'm sure all the people that went to 99 Woodstock watch this doc and we're like yeah fuck those guys for sure i think they already said fuck those guys but well, they all said they'd more... go back you know exactly so they probably liked it i think they did like it you know but i do it of course but people for even sure. said they would go they would go back again they, yeah. if they did another what's they'd fucking do it because the back. set list was sick it's fucking <laughs> unbelievable exactly um but yeah fuck those scumbags and Completely oblivious to the fact that who they got as bands, you know? Question, question. If there was a Woodstock 2023, what bands would you guys want on the set list? It's tough. Or artists? Well, I'm not not running it. It's tough for me because... If I was running it, I'd choose chill artists. I feel like you couldn't do, like, the true... I'm not saying the true Woodstock of 69... But I'm saying, like, with all the rap shit, and I like, I would not want to go see some gar like Travis Scott go perform at Woodstock. Fuck that. I well, don't want to see. They got like fucking Lil Baby. I don't want to see Lil Baby or anything. That's why like they got that. like Coachella. They got fucking they got, like, Coachella. Coachella for that. Yeah, exactly. I would have Miley I mean, on there. Miley, yeah, Miley, Miley would be a good one. Kenny, Kenny, I'd have Kenny on there. Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett would be Buffett a good on one. there. Um, it just that Bob Dylan. all the all the older bands are Zach, Zach old Brown now, band Zach Brown Zach band. Brown band yeah but what are like some you know maybe some eighties bands that you think like those guys are all old as shit Blink one eighty two have Blink one eighty two Nickelback I have Nickelback yeah Shine Down I mean I say we do it Shine Down Licking Park might as well put it together Green Day uh, Hinder Hinder, Hinder, Creed, Creed. Oh, what, is, uh, can we fucking... get Fleetwood Mac or no? <laughs> <laughs> you ever, you ever seen that uh, one concert of um, Limp Bizkit? Fred Durst is like shitting on the lead singer of Creed. He's like, <laughs> he's like that motherfucker lead singer of Creed. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Durst, go. Sounds like Fred. Oh, he, he, the guy in Crows, dude. Goat. Counting Crows. Molly Crew. Moody and the Blowfish. Oh. I mean, yeah, if see, we these could are get them, Elton John. Great bands to have for fucking Woodstock 2023. Hey, that'd be a good Woodstock, you know? Yo, you a bunch of different people. Bunch don't different have people. it so, on a fucking tarmac. Probably having a field somewhere on a nice weekend, I would assume. Yeah. Question and for you maybe, guys, so. Maybe don't price gouge. Maybe let some people bring some water. Maybe. Maybe. It is a three-day event though. in the hot sun. <laughs> Maybe have United Rentals Porter John facility come by every day to clean the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe test the water two weeks before. A couple things or that a were month, out there. A couple you know, things. Couple, or keep couple testing things. the water. 
Maybe that will help. Um, Dude, wait. Question for you guys. What was worse? What was worse? Woodstock 99 or that Keen State pumpkin or that Keen State pumpkin fest? (laughs) Are you going to say fire fest? No. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot more tear gas. I mean, they didn't bring in like, did they bring in riot police? They brought in SWAT, but it wasn't like they they didn't have like full body gear on shit, really. I don't know. They had helmets and like batons, but they didn't really do much. They didn't really talk about that much, though. I, I will say, was there, um, I, here's a quick question. Any, um, like favorite, like g- people that came on the dock to talk? I'll say my two guys, the security guard. Mine was that big security Italian guard security guy. guard, huh? The Italian security guard, or no, no, the, no, the, the, the bigger guy who was saying he, he like, the one who you're had not to gonna fucking. You're not gonna hate on Fred Durst for putting on the show of his oh, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh he, yeah, yeah. He was one of the guys that helped the uh, sound tower, yeah, sound yeah, tower yeah. people out. I like, I like the two. Guy. I like the two guys. The one burnout guy with a mullet. Yeah, oh, he was classic. fucking. <laughs> he, he was shot. He was he still fucked from '99. He looked way too young to be like going to that. He was like <laughs> some guy off. Like, I was all mushrooms. running, and I just get hit in the head with a billy club. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. The other guy was weird too. Yeah, dude. They both got fucked up at Woodstock, man. There's not typical people I would think that went to Woodstock, but yeah, how hey. did they get them for an interview? Like they, they call those guys. I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't I don't I don't blame the bands. Of course, I don't think we do, you know. Not they put on a show show of a lifetime. You gotta mm-hmm. give the people what they want. I did. I did. That they did. Go Coming watch back, the doc, though. Good time. Only three episodes. Eyes. Three episodes. You gotta see it for your own eyes. You, you can watch it in one They're night. Binge worth. So They're easy. Just so good. So easy. Hard to stop. You're like, well, what the fuck happened the second night? It kept yeah. going. What happened? I never the even third heard about night. Woodstock There's 99. No way they though. did a third night. They did a no third fucking night. way. <laughs> I mean, did you guys hear about this Woodstock 99 before? Not like, really. This doc came out. No, I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even know it happened. And my dad didn't even know it happened. I blame our parents for not going. <laughs> hey, shout out Steve Lord who went though. Yeah, dude, fucking hey. He, he said though. He said his, his quotes exactly were: "There was a lot of punks at that concert, but it was that it they were punks because not punks, but those people listened to those bands like." Obviously, they would go to that. Well, I kind of talked up that generation too of like watching Fight Club and like watching American Pie. WWE time dude was nuts. Attitude era. Come on. I felt like that fed into the exactly Steve. Nate, but I felt like that fed into the um like that was part of the culture. I felt like that fed into today's like talk about too too much masculinity and shit like that. Like fuck that. That's so stupid. Like, well, it's, it's definitely girls, it's girls were ripping off their tops left and there. right, no, and no, they were body surfing. Less. Body surfing, how are you not going to get touched by multiple people? In I know, it's, terrible it's areas. exactly. It's like, you're, boun- you're bouncing around a crowd naked, it's tough. <laughs> mm. Mm. I do feel really for those yourself women up there. to be an innocent person here. I, and <laughs> oh my yeah. god, thankfully, we've progressed a little bit as a society. I'm not trying to victim shame here, but no, of course not. I'm sure there was terrible shit that went down. Maybe some of you will go to a Woodstock. Who knows? No. Oh, 
that's an episode for you guys. Episode 89. Catch us next week for football. Footy football foot, week football. one, September 8th. Thursday, baby. We got to yep. start making our picks again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Dude, our picks. Yeah, it's that like time that. of year, baby. Love it. That segment. Football. All right. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Peace out. Peace. Love you guys. Well, one thing that is hot, I think a lot of people are watching, dedicated listeners. It's just going to get better down the road. This was another episode of the Backpack Club Podcast. Make sure you drop that like, drop that subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, all the above platforms, baby. Let's get it going. You know what I like to listen to sometimes? Is Coldplay. When she was just a girl, she expected the world.